We're talking about customer experience and the experience economy with Alicia Tillman. She's the Chief Marketing Officer at SAP and Raman Beheshti, the Chief Product and Technology Officer at Dow Jones. Alicia, how are you? It's wonderful to see you again. It's great to see you again as well, Michael. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, I'm doing well trying to make the best of the situation, just juggling being at home and working and, and all the family obligations side, but all is good. Thank you. Alicia, tell us about your role as Chief Marketing Officer at SAP. I mean, I've been with SAP for a little over five years now. And, um, you know, my role is I'm accountable for setting and executing the, the global marketing strategy for SAP. So, you know, everything re related to, you know, how we tell the story of value around our products and our services and how we drive demand, you know, how we focus on the retention of our existing customers, how we show up in the marketplace, how we speak to our stories of value, how we differentiate our brand, um, you know, how we, how we really grow and, and, and how we help support the overall aspirations of the businesses is really what, what myself and, and my global team are accountable for in terms of driving the marketing strategy for the company. Raman Beheshti. Welcome to CXO Talk. This is your first time here. I appreciate your being here. And tell us about your role at Dow Jones. I am, as you said, Chief Product and Technology Officer at Dow Jones. That means that I'm responsible for all of our customer-facing products uh, like WSJ.com, all the way through to Factiva and kind of everything in between. It also means I'm responsible for all of the engineering and technology that goes into those, those products. Raman, you have a partnership with SAP creating something called the Experience Report. What is that? I think the Experience Report is born out of our newsroom, out of the, the Wall Street Journal, and they identified that our audience had a desire and a need to learn about what companies are doing uh, when it comes to customer experience. Um, so they've started to create kind of content and analysis about what organizations are doing in that space, who's doing it well, who's doing it kind of less well, if you like. Um, and that that was really the, the kind of genesis behind the experience report. And then we've kind of uh, looked for and found a fantastic partner who is as passionate as we are about kind of great experience. Alicia, why is this topic so important to you that you embarked on this partnership with Dow Jones? Look, the reality is, is, is we live and operate in an experience economy. Um, you know, business today is, you know, certainly often uh, won or lost based on the quality of the experience that is delivered. And, you know, so many companies today are focused on how to drive an exceptional experience, what are the tools, what are the best practices that are needed to really drive an exceptional brand experience, product experience, service experience. And that is so much what, what companies are, are focused on solving and achieving and opening up opportunities for. And so when the Wall Street Journal um, you know, decided that they were going to create uh, a new report that focused on showcasing um, best-in-class experiences and talking about customer service, coming together to form this partnership, 
you know, made perfect sense for us to be able to, you know, be part of um, helping to create and solve experience challenges for companies, you know, by sharing our story and, and sharing our content and certainly talking about our, our products and our solutions. Raman, what kinds of opportunities are created for businesses when they present really excellent customer experience? I think there's the price of getting it right. Um, and you can really kind of set yourself miles apart from your competition. Um, and we've seen companies kind of come from from nowhere, really, from startups. And they've, they've delivered this kind of world-class experience, as Alicia says, in all kind of facets, in the brand, in customer service, in their products. And they've taken incumbents and taken competition uh, kind of away, basically. And I think that's the price, that's the opportunity of getting it right. I think the opportunity of not focusing on it is you're going to get left behind, especially even more so now. Um, and I think us, uh, not only are we kind of producing something like the experience report, but it's, it's such a key part of the experience you expect as a paying member of the Wall Street Journal. You, you expect a world-class experience wherever you're accessing the, 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 the Wall Street Journal. Alicia, as you speak with your customers, why is creating that customer experience so difficult across so many different industries and sectors and businesses? It's exactly for that reason, Michael. Um, you know, there are so many different industries that require um, different kinds of experiences, right? So, you know, an in, in e-commerce experience will certainly demand a different experience from that of an in-person one. So, it's really important, and, and this has been a big part of what SAP is focused on, is how do you really get closer to the consumer in particular? How do you understand what it is that they need, the way in which they want to use, utilize the product and service? What challenge are they trying to solve or what opportunity are they, are they looking to create? And so how do you get closer to that? How do you extract that level of information from them so that you can ultimately shape an experience that is going to be the one that they expect time and time again. And, and so I think that that's the key um, and certainly the way in which SAP has operated to be sure that we are meeting and exceeding all of the service requirements that today's consumers have. And I think if I may, that, that's a, that is the, the nail on the head, so to speak, in terms of understanding the, the customer. If I take our organization, you know, we've gone from being a traditional print publisher, right? And, you know, when you, when you produce print newspapers, you never got any customer feedback about, you know, did they like this? Did they, did they read that story? And I think we've seen a, a, a shift, a transformation in terms of, well, now we need to understand what the customer is kind of experiencing. What do they like? What do they dislike? How are they reading the, the article? Are they reading it on their mobile device? Are they reading it on the website? All of those. And, and also, what do they want from us? Because, you know, with, with the array of customers that we have, they all want slightly different things. And so how do we service each one of those? And I think that, again, is, is as Alicia said, is the key to kind of unlocking kind of great um, customer experience is understanding what does the kind of almost the individual customer want from you and how are you set up to kind of deliver that? It sounds like the part of the problem or the challenge 
is delivering this experience in a consistent manner across a very diverse customer base at the scale at which both of your organizations operate? There's so many different touch points that a customer will interact with a brand like the Wall Street Journal. Um, and each one of those experiences has to complement and build on each other. And for a technologist, it also means that everything has to be joined up. So I have to have, or I have to have the data that tells me, ah, this person has been to a journal event, right? And actually they're also coming to our website and they're also a print subscriber. I need to join all of those information points up. And I think that's an opportunity for a lot of, uh, of other organizations to break down those kind of silos that have tended to exist between all of the different channels. In today's world, you know, the most effective marketing is that of which has a very seamless journey and the underlying ability to create that seamless journey is technology, right? And so how we actually connect from brand awareness to demand creation to customer success and then customer retention is how well, number one, we can build that journey and have content that connects the journey end to end, but then the technology has to be equally as sophisticated and seamless connecting our customers so that they have a very seamless, um, rich experience across every stage of that journey with the company in which they're interacting with. So Alicia, you're marrying together the, the technology the content, and then the data that gives you the, the feedback so you can be on the right course and course correct as you, as you may need to. That's the beauty. When, when you, I mean, first, you always have to start with a process, right? You know, you have to understand what are all those touch points that a customer, a prospective customer has with your brand. And, you know, we know we, we live in a pretty complex world today. And, you know, we've all seen the data, you know, oftentimes nearly 80% of interaction or knowledge that a person gains about your brand happens without a single interaction with a salesperson. And so then you have to spend a lot of time really understanding, okay, so so where are consumers getting information about your brand? And, you know, there's many channels out there, you know, all of which marketers are, are looking to become part of in some way. Then you have to really understand, okay, so what is the information they're seeking? Um, you know, when they come to us as a prospective customer, what do they need to learn about? And so then how do we develop that information and then place it effectively on all of the different channels that they are visiting. And then the other part is then how do you connect it all together? Because if you're showing up in an event and you know someone in your leadership is, is telling the story about you know, the value of a product, you want to make sure that that story that that person's telling is also the same value story that appears on your website, you know, because certainly people go to visit your website to, to understand information and that it, that it appears the same way in campaign content or social media content. And technology is the way to drive that consistency and also drive that end-to-end -end highly integrated process across the customer journey. One of the other thoughts I had is the other reason why this becomes complex is kind of it crosses industry, right? So Alicia touched upon the consumer's expectation. 
the experience you get in one industry then kind of raises the bar everywhere else. And I, I, I kind of think of how Apple changed the experience in retail stores. Uh, that was buying kind of technology equipment. But then if you look at kind of people who came into other industries like um, – I think of Warbury Parker and how they kind of create a completely different retail experience for buying uh, glasses, right, for buying spectacles. So, so you kind of see that across, as you go from industry to industry, what one company does in technology, for example, that influences another company in another organization. I think that is always kind of, it's, it's, it's a challenge because actually the consumer is the same consumer. Their expectations are just raising. Alicia, who have you seen that's doing this well? Companies or industries? Raman mentioned Apple as well in revolutionizing the, the retail experience um, and what you can come to expect, you know, not only about the product itself, but about the community that you buy into as well. Um, you know, Starbucks is another great example, you know, of people who just, you know, they, they, they want to buy a cup of coffee, not so much because it's necessarily the best coffee on earth, but because it allows you to be part of a community that's so much more the number of people that sit in a Starbucks and just want to hang out all day. And I think that that's something in particular that, that brands are really recognizing when you see the ones that have set the bar on experience, what all those, those aspects of, of what goes into creating a great experience. It, it's, it certainly goes beyond the product and, and starts to bring you more into these community like settings that people want to be part of. I agree 100% with Alicia. So I think the other thing that we've seen as well, and this is kind of a almost a trait, is is around curiosity. They've where I see customers, uh, sorry, companies doing really well with with kind of cust- with their experiences, is when they're curious about the customer. They they are not kind of, and I think this is something that again I think we've learned is the customer isn't just the person who buys their product. They've got many different facets to them and so the companies that tend to succeed in this game want to understand the the needs of that customer and then build either the kind of brand or the the services or the tools to to service that kind of customer's need and um, so i think i kind of think curiosity is at the heart of, of, of their success as well is there a cultural dimension to those organizations that are delivering these great experiences Culture is really at the heart of that. Um, it's the people of an organization that are responsible for taking the vision of a company and really creating a people culture around it. Um, you know, what are our shared values? What are our beliefs? How are we going to go about solving customer issues and unlocking opportunities, that all stems from the culture that's created by the employees that live and work and drive it each and every day. And, you know, it really is at the heart of the purpose of a company, the manner in which you drive service on behalf of your customers, the way you innovate. And then ultimately, um, it is, it's really what helps to drive success. I mean, when you think about the period that we're living in, in particular with the global pandemic, has really shown us um, the real strength of a lot of companies and the cultures in which they have. What advice do you have for organizations that want to cultivate this kind of great customer experience that you've been talking about? You know, understand the vision of your company. It's your vision. It's your purpose. It's your reason for being. 
Um, you know, what is the purpose of your products? What are the purpose of your services and the solutions that you offer? Um, you know, what problem are they helping to solve or what opportunity are they looking to unlock? You have to first and foremost truly understand that. That's really about understanding the value that your company offers and how you do it through your products and solutions is the answer. And you have to truly understand that and understand that well. Um, and then you have to understand you know, how to deliver that in a way that really meets the expectations of your customer. And Raman, final thoughts and advice for business leaders who want to put into practice the lessons that you and Alicia have discussed today. Alicia covered quite a lot of the the, the cultural aspects. I think the other thing that I would kind of add to that is data. Um, and I know it's kind of a, a term that everybody kind of talks about. And, you know, for it's, it's not a new thing, people kind of collecting data, but joining the data up that you have about the customers, about how they're interacting with you across every single kind of channel, that is the key. And you have to break down as many silos kind of culturally that exists within your organization, you have to do the same with the data as well, because in kind of most organizations, data lives in one pocket over here and another pocket over there. And typically companies need to connect all of that data and then start to understand what it, what it means and what they need to do um, with it. So that would be my kind of advice. Okay, Alicia Tillman and Raman Beheshti, thank you both so much for taking time. Thank you, Michael.